Maybe big data has gotten too big. Whether you're a B2B marketer or a consumer brand, your data needs to be viable, relevant, and accessible so that Starista can help you retain customers, acquire customers, and make it personal. Welcome to the Marketing Star Podcast by Starista, probably the most entertaining marketing podcast you're going to put in your ear. I'm Vin, the producer here at Starista. The goal of this podcast is to chat with industry leaders and get their takes on the current challenges of the market, and we'll have a little fun along the way. In today's episode, AJ and Vincent chat with Nicole Brooks, Senior Director, Brand and Customer Marketing at Realtor.com. She talks about how forming relationships between the brand and customers is very important, and how feedback and communication benefit all parties. AJ looks forward to a busy week, and he and Vincent face off in fantasy football. Give it a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Starista's The Marketing Stir. I am your happy host, Vincent Petrofessa, the Vice President of B2B Products and Partnerships here at Starista, and still Interim General Manager. They're not taking that title away from me. I'm rocking and rolling over here. Oh my goodness, it's so great to be back. Let's take one second, three seconds, 10 seconds. Starista, who are we? If you are one of our amazing listeners already, you know, but if you're not, we are a marketing technology company. We own our own business to business data, business to consumer data. We help people access that data to help them get new customers through our, we send our own email. We have our own DSP, connected TV, display, email me. That is how confident I am. Vincent at strissa.com. I just gave you my email address. Boy, was that a mistake. I'm kidding. It's not. Email me. I love all the things that you email me. And I love my co-host, ladies and gentlemen. I am going to see him. He's coming to New York very soon. Mr. AJ Gupta. What's up, AJ? Hey, Vincent. It's been pretty busy and looking forward to another busy week next week. But I did have a uh, spectacular fantasy win this past weekend. So I don't know if you noticed. I noticed, but guess who you play this week? You play yours truly. I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. No, well, that all depends. I didn't play you yet. I bet you if you win, you're going to bring it up. I'll guarantee that. No, that doesn't sound like me at all. Not at all. It doesn't sound like me either. Um, That's the first (laughs) thing I'll bring up on the next episode. And you'll know who wins based on if I bring it up or not. So, yeah, it's uh, AJ's never played in his life. And then he reads a book cover to cover. Of course he does. Who does that? My CEO. And now he is fantastic at fantasy football. It's uh, it's not fair. It's not fair. You know, I wish I I like to read like you did. I uh, if I was a reader, I would be even better. Yeah, you might be be doing better in the fantasy league. If you had read a couple of books. I know. Exactly. I just like the ones with the pictures. Good thing I have a five and a two-year-old. I'm like, oh, I got this. I got in a hat. That's easy. I got it. But yeah, no, it's great. You're going to be here for ad week. By the time this comes out, ad week will already happen. But also, ladies and gentlemen, our Starista Summit, virtual summit, December 8th, that it will be here. A lot of great guests on that as well. So it should be fun. It's our third annual uh, summit. So that will be amazing as well. But you know what else is amazing, AJ? And I say this every episode and I mean it. Our guests, the people we get to talk to. It's amazing. And I love the perspective that we're going to get today because it is an industry we haven't tackled yet here on the Marketing Stir. Hundreds of episodes and what we haven't. How did we miss it? 
That's my fault, but they're here today. She is here today. We're talking to Realtor.com. Realtor.com. You know Realtor.com. Ladies and gentlemen, please, a warm marketing stir welcome. Senior Director, Brand and Customer Marketing at Realtor.com, Nicole Brooks. What's going on, Nicole? Hey, Vincent. Hey, AJ. Thanks for having me and for um, just all of the great energy this morning. I'm excited yeah. to be here. Uh, thank you. Yeah, this is my energy all the time. If you think it's fake, it is not fake. Just uh, you can see my co-host smiling because he knows this is like, yeah, this is him all the time. And it's pretty annoying, I guess, but it's me and we're happy to have you. Thank you for matching our energy. This is uh, amazing. I love that background of yours. That's real. That's Thank a you. real background, huh? Wallpaper and everything. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, I got to spice up the Zoom calls somehow. I love it. That's great. You know, Nicole's calling in from Austin. We got the Austin San Antonio connection. I'm here in New York City. We've, uh, we're cooking over here. We're cooking. Nicole, let's get right into it. Realtor.com is such, so interesting. And again, it's, it's something that we haven't tackled on the, the podcast here because look, I know very much about the, uh, you know, the, the world of real estate only because I live in New York City and real estate is in, insane here. It is insane. I'm like, how is that so much money? But anyway, we'll get to that at a, you know, another point. But Nicole, for people who don't know Realtor.com, tell us about the company. Talk to me about your role. Your role is very specific. It's one of the more specific roles we have on here. So I'd love to unwrap that. Yeah, of course. So um, I'm hopeful most people listening have at least heard of Realtor.com. Um, but if not, we are a leading real estate portal. Um, and really, we're a dual-sided marketplace that connects buyers, sellers, renters um, with the professionals they need to help them with all of their real estate needs. Um, so realtors really evolved over the past couple of years. Um, years ago, you know, we really started as a search portal where buyers would come to look at property, kind of um, look at their dream home, um, but maybe they didn't see us as somewhere where they'd actually find their home and buy their home and move through the purchasing process. So over the years, we've grown into so much more than just a search and discover portal. We, we really strive to provide consumers with choice at every stage and to educate them um, and show all of their options to purchase, rent, sell, refinance, uh, get their pre-approvals, really whatever they need. And then um, on the industry side, we partner with agents, brokers, loan officers, builders, and more um, really to, again, find those professionals that are gonna help the consumers that come to our site. So for me, as the senior director of brand and customer marketing, I'm actually on the B2B side. So I really focus on that industry side of the business. Um, so on, under me is the B2B brand and all activities that would influence the brand perception of realtor.com with our industry partners. Um, so I own our brand awareness and perception metrics. And from a day-to-day -day perspective, that really looks like um, owning things like our organic social uh, content marketing our B2B marketing website, um, any large scale brand campaigns that we run to influence perception and really ensure our partners see realtor.com as someone that they wanna work with. Um, so that's the brand side. And then on the customer side of the house, um, that really consists of optimizing the customer experience and unifying the customer journey across our various products and across the customer life cycle. So the scope would include um, driving engagement, driving product adoption and usage, making sure our partners know how to be successful with our products. And really for metrics, we will look at CSAT, LCV, 
churn, again, product engagement metric. So day to day, it's a lot of onboarding, nurture journeys, ongoing customer comms, like newsletters and product releases, um, go-to-market campaigns, product positioning, and a lot more. But I hope that was a, a good overview to start with. No, it's a, it's a great overview. And I love that, you know, you don't even think that it's part of like, there's a B2B aspect of it. Everybody knows out there, I love B2B. That's my area. So uh, I love hearing that. Nicole, how did you get in to marketing? We ask every one of our guests this question, and it's not always a, a, a straight path to marketing. Tell us about your journey there. Yeah, sure. Um, this is going to take us back quite a few more years um, than I care to admit, but I really started my career more on the advertising and sales track and then somehow found my way really into marketing as a whole. So if we go back to the to the you know beginning, I first studied journalism at Michigan State University, uh, but that was back in 2008, right in the middle of a recession. So I was you know scared out of journalism, switched my major major to advertising, and really planned to go the agency route. Um, in Michigan, Detroit has a lot of great um, ad agencies in the auto business. Chicago's right around the corner. Um, but when I graduated, I received a LinkedIn message from the co-founder of a media company, and they were looking for uh, advertising account executives. So I interviewed with them over probably Skype at this point on a Friday, and by Monday was moving to Indianapolis to join this company. And oh, wow. Yeah, it was really quick. And at that point, I thought I was, you know, I was interviewing for a normal established media company, maybe kind of that agency I was looking for. But in reality, when I showed up on Monday, it was very much like a super lean, lean, brand new startup. I was employee 10 to, or, or 15. We were working like on the other side of a bagel factory because one of the investors owned this bagel factory. I don't know. It was like pure, um, like lean startup mode. And again, really started in the advertising sales space. Um, and that was really interesting. And that's really, um, even though it was advertising and sales, where I learned a lot of transferable skills that would later get me into marketing, such as how to really hone marketing messages and develop sales enablement and tell a story and focus on the art of persuasion, which really is what marketing uh, is. And then knowing the audience that we're talking to. so. I did that gig for a couple of years and then we were ready to find some warmer weather. We decided to move down to Austin in, in 2014. And even then it was a, a really growing kind of bustling tech scene. So I took those transferable skills that I had learned and my startup experience and my startup background and found another startup here in Austin and joined as the first marketing hire at a startup called Own Local. And as the first marketing hire, someone uh, without any technical marketing experience, um, it was quite, you know, learn on the job, jump right in the deep end. Um, I quickly became a marketing generalist and really focused on all areas of marketing from demand gen, email, events, thought leadership, PR, um, CRM management, employer brand, like really you name it. And that's kind of defined my marketing career to this day is really, um, having more of that generalist skill set, being able to just look around and, and find problems that, that marketing could solve and, and fill gaps. So I, I did that there, really, again, honed my marketing chops. And then similar story, joined, the, joined another startup called OpCity as one of their first marketing hires. 
Um, being a little more sophisticated this time, doing a lot of the same things, really going down that generalist path. And then over time, OpCity was acquired by Realtor.com. And I was able to, you know, find more problems that needed to be solved in the organization. And most recently, that was filling a gap on the brand and the customer marketing side, which um, neither of those functions really existed on the B2B side at Realtor.com uh, before I took over this role. Well, that's a great kind of varied background, especially with the startup experience. What's the key differences between uh, marketing at a startup versus marketing at an established company? Sure. Um, I would say, I mean, differences are, you know, you, we could describe them as night and day, but a lot of things are actually very similar. Um, and I would say there are pros and cons to each. Um, with startups, you know, it's all about finding that product market fit and rapid growth. So it's focusing on anything that will grow revenue and grow user growth, because that's what investors want to see. So it's demand and lead generation, it's sales enablement, um, driving revenue is the name of the game. So, you know, I've, I've started out three times as a, a marketing one man show. And in, in this space, you really become that generalist, you learn how to have a high output of work, um, you learn how to build, buy, or partner really strategically, um, since you really can't do everything in-house that's really crucial at a startup. And because you, you know, don't often have a lot of the specialties in-house, it ends up being about just breadth of activity rather than going really deep into a couple areas. Um, and then as you know, the startup grows, that there's kind of a natural progression that happens of, you know, you first start on growing the revenue on the customer base, and then you start to focus more on the customer marketing side and enabling the growth. Um, so I, I would say, you know, that's my experience really on the startup side. And then, you know, af after joining realtor.com and seeing how a much bigger company operates, um, there's, it's, it's not just about focusing on growth numbers. You have the freedom and the breathing room to really focus on long-term strategic planning and on areas specifically like brand. You know, I think a lot of startups don't have the luxury of, that being a key focus for them. Um, you know, I, I think brand growth could happen naturally at startups while you're doing other things, but really being able to have that space to focus on a, a bigger company is really nice to have. And then having more, you know, resources and more specialization means you can get a lot more sophisticated in a lot of areas um, of marketing, which is really great. Like your paid advertising gets so much better. Your SEO gets so much better. Again, your brand marketing gets so much better. So it's, um, yeah, been really interesting to compare the two. And again, like the channels are, a, a lot of the channels are the same. A lot of the end goals are the same, but it's, it's how you approach them that ends up being really different and, and having a larger company in that space is, is a luxury that I'm enjoying right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Nicole, what's the favorite part about your work? Sure. I, you know, I, there are so many things um, especially here at Realtor, I've been able to really carve out my own career path here. Like I mentioned, you know, it's it's all about finding problems that need solved. And at Realtor, because brand and customer marketing weren't a focus in the past, there are so many areas of opportunity to have a really big impact, both internally and externally. I would say on the B2B side, we operate very lean. So while we have more resources than, you know, back in my startup days, we still need to be pretty scrappy and pretty smart with our resources and individuals at Realtor 
on the customer side still get to have a really, like I said, big impact, um, which is something that I really enjoy. And it, it's great to be able to influence such big, meaningful change in an organization. And then externally with our audience, it's important work that we're doing. Nicole, I, uh, I want to get back to you on the uh, Indianapolis bagels. What are those? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> As a New Yorker, I'm like, what is a, what does an oh, no, Indianapolis bagel know. taste like? That's like, <laughs> my goodness. No, that's not one of my questions. That's not one of my questions. But I heard as a New Yorker who's very uh, snooty about his bagels, I was like, Indianapolis bagel? Oh, my goodness. But no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nicole, tell me what, what you feel makes Realtor.com different. Yes, of course. Um, I mean, there's a couple things. So one is on the customer side and the industry side of the house, which again is my bread and butter. Um, Realtor.com is the only real portal that partners with the industry. We don't try and compete or disintermediate um, the brokers, agents, loan officers that we work with. We don't hire agents in-house. We don't sell homes directly. We're not a mortgage company. Um, and that, that's different than many of our competitors. We're also the only real estate tech company that has a relationship with the National Association of Realtors, which is huge. We, we share the realtor name. We only succeed when realtors and other industry professionals succeed. And again, that's not something our competitors can say. And then on the consumer side, consumers really want a company that they can trust is on their side and that can help guide them during one of the biggest purchase decisions of their lives. So at Realtor, we don't think there should be winners and losers in real estate, right? That's not how we look at it. We want to help consumers break down the barriers to getting into a home, help them make the right connections to the tools, services, and professionals they need, and really create confidence through expert insights and guidance when and where they need it. So we're really here, again, as that trusted guide for consumers, where competitors often try to control and funnel consumers into their own products and services. Again, we don't have those products and services. We have partners, we're a marketplace, we connect the two. Um, but again, we're, we're not trying to compete either way or manipulate consumers one way or the other. We're just trying to, trying to give them the best experience and empower, empower their decisions, really. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny you kind of hear that like on television, the Realtor.com, the Association, uh, National Association of Realtors. Yeah. It's like that stamp. It's like that stamp of approval that, uh, you know, is great to have, and, you know, and legitimizes it, which is, which is great. Nicole, talk to me about real, the, you know, the real estate industry during the pandemic. Just insane. I, my own example, I live in Manhattan, right? A lot of people during COVID, right? leave new york city it's like a ghost town the suburbs booming everyone's buying fast forward people moving back into the city maybe they moved maybe they moved to the suburbs and like wait there's like four restaurants here what am i doing here and then there's like 75 on like your block in new york city and so the prices are driving up just talk to us about how you know realtor.com and that industry was kind of affected during the pandemic, how you kind of survived, pivoted, some trends? Yeah, of course. And, you know, what you just described as your experience kind of mirrors more of the macro trends that we've seen. Um, obviously, it's been such a roller coaster throughout the pandemic, you know, early 2020 when no one knew what was going on. And then you get your record low interest rates. And now we're seeing the rising inflation. We've got inventory mm -hmm. shortages. 
the market's now shifting back towards the buyer's market. Like it's all over the place. And we at realtor.com, we've, we've really seen the pandemic redefine the meaning of home for people. People are really looking for more choice on where and how they live. And we're really trying to help them find that, right? So like people, we all went a little stir crazy in 2020, right? People started to look for more space. Um, to your point, like getting out of the city, moving um, cross countries, moving to the suburbs. That was something we very much saw across the board. Um, we also saw really COVID accelerated the real estate industry's adoption of technology. It's very, um, it, this industry can be very slow to adopt, but with the necessity of things like virtual home tours, 3D video um, really grew in popularity. And we at Realtor.com had to adapt too and work with agents and brokers and other partners to help them create more of these kind of content through their listings to keep things moving. Um, people also want to evaluate what it's like to live in a neighborhood and do their research online. So during the pandemic, we launched, launched um, features like noise and commute time filters so people could really understand what kind of neighborhood they're moving into if they maybe couldn't see it themselves. Um, We've done a lot of work on integrating digital lending pre-approvals as part of the online search process um, and offering options for digital closing. So all those things that weren't readily available pre-COVID and now they're, they're starting to become more common, more available. Um, but yeah, it, it's completely changed the game. We're starting mm -hmm. to see the markets even out, you know, are, are starting to shift again now. And you know, the pandemic was an unusual circumstance, of course, but the real estate industry always ebbs and flows, right? This is something that's happened since the beginning of people buying and selling homes. There's been dips, there's been highs. So realtor, again, with our 25-year history, we're, we're pretty well-versed at this point in going through and riding out those waves and helping the industry and, and bringing them along with us. You know, we really think for the agents and brokers, we need to um help educate them and help them through these different times especially if agents are newer they, they don't know how to navigate it themselves and that's a big part of what we're really trying to focus on on the brand side of the house Nicole, talk to us a little bit about how you build relationship with your customers how do you uh, establish brand loyalty with them yeah of course um that's such an important part of just our brand strategy in general and of the real estate industry. I mean, the real estate industry is based on forming relationships and that's something we really take to heart and how do we connect our customers to our brand in an authentic way. And one of the biggest ways is just getting out and talking to customers and making sure we're really getting a lot of FaceTime through things like trade shows are very popular within our industry. Um, so we make sure we have very big presence um, that we have a lot of people there, both from sales, customer support, marketing, product marketing, um, that we're getting feedback and that it's really, you know, a two-way conversation. Um, we have a whole industry relations field team that spends most of their time on the road traveling around to different industry leaders and connecting with them, such like MLS associations and um, local associations and getting their feedback and opinions on products that we're, you know, planning and our future plans and um, really being an advocate for our partners and our customers within Realtor.com. It's so important to have the customer voice represented. So we have, again, a great IR field team. 
Um, we have quarterly ambassador meetings with various influencers. We have monthly open houses with different customers just to really make sure we're keeping a pulse and we're doing what's best. And we're putting our money where our mouth is when we say that we want to partner, not compete with our agents. We really want them to feel that. And um, that's how we really feel like we gain their trust, which in turn, if we're doing it the right way, should lead to customer loyalty. Um, and it's kind of interesting too, within the um, B2B side of the industry, like we're not really shooting for exclusivity when it comes to our partners. So, you know, we, we know our partners tend to work with other, other portals, other vendors for things like lead generation, advertising, uh, data. So we're not shooting for exclusivity, but what we are shooting for is to be their most trusted partner and the one that they turn to when they need help. And again, when they need that partner. And that's how we see differentiating, differentiating ourselves from our competitors and really driving trust and customer loyalty and why that is so important for our business. Nicole, the next one is one of our uh, staple questions that we ask every guest. And I'll be really curious because you're so cheerful and upbeat about this one. Uh, it's, it has to do with the, the amount of LinkedIn messages we all get. And I'm sure you get quite a few based on your title and the industry you're in. So, you know, what's a message that gets a response from you? And what's one, more importantly, that annoys you? Oh man, AJ, you're gonna put me on a soapbox for this one because this this is <laughs> this is a hot button for me. There is um, nothing that drives me more crazy than a poorly um, constructed cold sales message on LinkedIn um, that is just totally off base. And you're right, I get them all the time, um, and I I really think what drives me so crazy about that is just the majority that I get is just the lack of alignment and the lack of um, personalization. And, you know, sales folks will come on and message me on LinkedIn and tell me why their company is great and ask for an hour of my time without putting it in the context of what's in it for me. Why should I give you any of my time? Right. And I think that's just a classic mistake that I see um, a lot of sales folks make on LinkedIn. Um, and, you know, I know salespeople have to eat. They're just trying to do their job, but adding just a hint of personalization and making sure you're reaching out to the right person is so important. Um, I got a, <laughs> I got a great message the other day um, that I opened and it the sender started his message by telling me that his dad roomed with Mark D'Antonio um, in college. And if you don't know, Mark D'Antonio is a longtime Michigan State basketball coach. Mm -hmm. um, so that connected. I was like, whoa, that's really cool. Very interesting. I could tell he at least looked at my profile um, and it got my attention. It was personal. It, it broke through the noise. So any little bit of personalization. And again, just make sure, making sure folks are reaching out to the right people. Like, I feel like there's so much wasted breath with folks coming to me on things that I have no decision-making power over. So anyways, and it, it really does create a lot of noise on LinkedIn for me and has become a, a pet peeve. Nicole, how would you respond if someone said, hey, Nicole, uh, you know, I see you went to Michigan, go Wolverines. You would bug out, wouldn't you? Because that's, yeah, <laughs> yes, it's like, oh, wrong school, pal. You know, yeah, that's, uh, exactly. that would that'd probably piss you off, right? Uh, you know, Nicole, uh, switching gears a little bit there, I, I've been reading a lot and seeing uh, Realtor.com 
and I think they're doing some great things to promote diversity and inclusion. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, I would love to. Um, that is really an area that Realtor.com is putting a stake in the ground. And Realtor.com is really committed to supporting and promoting fair housing within the real estate industry. Um, this year, we ran a massive initiative called Closing the Gap that coincided and really launched with National Fair Housing Month in, in April. But that is um, continuing, of course, indefinitely. And it's really inclusive of all of our efforts and programming to bring awareness, education, and action around closing the gaps that exist in home ownership. Um, with today's more than 30% gap in home ownership rates between white and black Americans, uh, obviously that's just one data point, but it's so critical that we as industry leaders and others in the industry come together and really work on addressing that. So we do a couple things here at Realtor. Um, one is that we partner with diverse nonprofit trade associations um, who are really aligned with that social mission that we have, um, such as the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals, um, the LGBTQ Real Estate Alliance, the National Association of Real Estate Brokers, which is an organization whose members um, focus on expansion of generational wealth creation by Black households through real estate ownership. Just there are so many really, really great trade associations doing a lot of meaningful work that we try and contribute um, as much as we can. And we really try and elevate their voices to our audience by you know, inviting folks onto things like webinars, sharing our platforms, donating when possible, being available as you know, resources for them at their trade shows when possible. Um, we conduct research in collaboration with these groups. So last year we surveyed more than a thousand um, Hispanic consumers and released a big research um, report about the state of Hispanic home ownership, which I think was really meaningful um, and helped tell that, that story and uses data to show what a massive gap there still is. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Um, and then for me on the industry side, really focusing and making sure we're providing resources to professionals to make sure folks understand fair housing laws, um, how they can be better partners, how we can promote different certifications and highlight realtors that have those certifications to our consumers. So there's a lot that we're doing in that from that marketplace perspective to connect um, the right people. And we, we do things like Fair Housing Fridays, a real release blog content, webinar content, um, et cetera, just to really keep the conversation going. Um, and that's really, really important to us here. Yeah, no, I love that. Thanks for sharing that. I did see quite a bit on that, uh, you know, in regards to Realtor.com. Cole, before we get to know you personally here at the Marketing Stir podcast, just finally, you know, any exciting news coming out of Realtor.com that you're excited for in the future, you know, uh, the rest of this year and into 2023? Yes. Oh, well, there's always something um, new and exciting coming down the pipeline. Um, but one thing I'll highlight as an upcoming launch is we're really making a lot of investment right now and focusing a lot on the seller side of the real estate process. So as I mentioned before, historically, realtor.com has been a place for buyers where buyers wanna come and search for homes. And uh, we're, we're trying to change that. We're investing a lot in what we call our seller's marketplace, um, which makes it easier for sellers to understand the equity and value of their home and their various options to sell. Because right now with the introduction of so many new technologies, 
there's a lot and it can be over, very overwhelming for sellers. So again, with our platform of, of choice and being an open marketplace, we want to make sure we lay out all of those options and make that um, decision really easy for sellers. And of course, that comes with connecting sellers to the right professional in the real estate industry. So on the B2B side, we're really investing in products to help agents win more listings, as well as to do better with the listings that they have. So we're really developing robust lead generation products, branding and uh, listing promotion products and listing data and intelligence tools that can tell realtors what they need to do to help their listings improve and um, be the best partner they can for the seller they're working with. So last year, Realtor.com acquired a company called Upnest, um, which helps connect sellers with the right agents for them. So this acquisition will play a really big part in our strategy in the next calendar year. Um, and on the marketing side, it gives us a really great opportunity to think differently about how we go to market with products. Um, typically our go-to-markets focus on launching a product and um, driving usage of that single product. But because Realtor.com has less awareness and trust on the sell side, both with consumers and our industry folks, um, we're really gonna position Realtor.com as a value, valuable sell side partner. And rather than just promote a new product, we're gonna really tell that whole story and launch an awareness campaign and then we'll get more narrow and focused on the specific product offerings. But um, it does give us a unique opportunity to, again, look at this launch holistically, which we don't often get to do because we have such great awareness um, in, in the products and in the space that we already play. So it's going to be, uh, I would say, really fun and, and different uh, for, for us on the marketing side. That's awesome. No, so yeah, keep keep a lookout for that, ladies and gentlemen. Definitely. Nicole, what do you for fun? What do you like to do? You're in Austin. You moved to Austin in 2014. That's before that big big boom of all the people like me from these other cities <laughs> moving there. What do you like to do for fun there? Uh, you know, tell me about you know some of the hobbies you have. Yeah, of course. You know, my husband and I joke that we are the couple of endless hobbies. We. We can't sit still. Um, as you mentioned, we're in Austin, so there's no shortage of outdoor activities um, for us to keep ourselves busy with. Um, we're really big foodies. There's a great food scene here in Austin. So we're always out trying new restaurants. Um, I do a lot of yoga. Um, that's that's something that I'm pretty dedicated to. And then my favorite, like just like day-to-day -day hobby when I'm just hanging out is reading um I'll, I'll read anything from Me bestsellers nonfiction, yeah. business yeah it's just uh so that's probably my favorite way to just pass the time that, that's awesome no, no i joke as aj always jokes that i don't read a lot so uh yeah it's uh no that's amazing that's what you do in austin it's uh, that's what i imagine people good food yoga exploring exactly uh, i think we spoke to someone on the podcast they have like a farm up there of like horses i'm like yep i can uh, yep that's it very texas uh, yeah very texas that that's amazing but you lived in you know some other great cities uh that's uh that's amazing but no this has been Fantastic, Nicole, we really appreciate your time. Check out Realtor.com, you heard of it, but go and check it out if you haven't, or check it out again, ladies and gentlemen. This has been very insightful. That's Nicole Brooks, the Senior Director, Brand and Customer Marketing at Realtor.com. I'm Vincent Pedrofeza, that's AJ Gupta. This is another episode of Starista's The Marketing Stir. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The Marketing Stir Podcast by Starista. Please like, rate, and subscribe. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, please email us at themarketingstir at starista.com. And thanks for listening.